Hello and welcome to the Firmly Founded Teen Podcast, where teens get tips and coaching on how to feel more in control of their lives. Because while the teenage years may be unstable and awkward, you don't have to be. I'm your host, Joey Massio, Certified Life Coach for Teens and Young Adults. Before we get into things, this is the time where I read a review, but I don't have any reviews yet because this is the first couple episodes. So uh, do me a favor, please write a review on iTunes. Uh, Then your review could be read live on my podcast, which is always cool. In your review, tell me how you are liking the podcast, what I can do to make it better, and let me know what topic you think I should cover next. Also, I am running a contest right now, which I'll talk more about at the end of the episode, but you could win a $50, a $100, or a $150 Amazon gift card, because I know you're going to be cooped up at home for the next little while, and I want to make that a little bit easier for you if I can. This is episode number two, how not to go cray cray during the lockdown. The world is ending, and uh, I'm not talking about in the like apocalyptic kind of way either. I'm talking about where your worst nightmare just came true. You can't hang out with your friends, can't go see any movies, can't go to any parties. You are literally grounded for an indefinite period of time, and not by your parents, but by the government. So getting through this without going crazy is going to be key. And the the key to not going crazy is going to be time management. And when it comes to managing your time, it's actually really about managing your mind. So this episode is for those of you who don't want to come out on the other side of this pandemic, having looked back and wasted your time, completely just hated the however many weeks or months that all this is going to go on for. All right. Uh, It's people who want to make the most of this time because you're never going to get a moment like this again. And that's actually a good thing, right? We, We don't want another pandemic, but right now you have a huge amount of the most valuable resource, time. So if right now you are looking ahead to the future and you are dreading every single at-home second of it, let's take a look at some of your thoughts that you could be having. Are you thinking, there's nothing to do? I can't do anything? I am missing out on everything that was supposed to be going on? This is unfair. I am trapped inside my house. I'm going to hate my family by the end of this. Or this whole thing is pointless and unnecessary. Like we shouldn't have to be staying in right now. If you are thinking any of those thoughts, you are definitely heading towards a very miserable next one to two months. So let's actually look at these thoughts individually and see Uh, What are the benefits from thinking them and what are some possible substitutes you could be thinking instead that's going to help you way more? So first, there's nothing to do. Talk with some teens and that's what they're they're thinking right now. There is nothing to do. Now, first off, I want to say that's not true. There are some things to do. There's lots of things you could be doing. You You should have different parameters that you have to stay in through all this pandemic. All right. If I said I was going to give you a million bucks and I wanted you to come up with a list of 100 things that you could do during this time, 
you would totally do it. And the most exciting things that you would come up with would probably be towards the bottom of the list. Right? After you uh, wrote down, uh, watch movies or Netflix, take naps, you know, whatever. When you really had to push yourself to come up with numbers, I don't know, 40 through 100, those would be when your most creative ideas would come out and things that you might actually be really interested in doing and that would occupy your brain uh, quite pleasurably for the next couple of weeks as you pursued whatever that was that you came up with. All right, the next thought is, I can't do anything. That's certainly not true at all. You can do things. If you wanted to, you could totally go outside and go to public places, right? And if any movie theaters or restaurants were open, you could totally go into them. You could call up all your friends and all get together and meet and hang out. You have the freedom to do that, meaning that you have the ability. You could totally walk out and go do that, but you're not. And there's a reason why you're not, right? Uh, the reason, I don't know what it is for you, but it could be because you want to be a good person. It could be because you want to obey the either laws or the orders coming from government officials, uh, you want to obey your parents. Maybe it could be because you don't want to get sick or you don't want to get other people sick. Or you just don't want to look like that guy or that girl, right? The one just ignoring all the issues and going out. But whatever the reason is, you are choosing to kind of follow the suggestions to stay inside, all right? So think in the thought, well, I can't do anything. Well, no, you could if you wanted to. But when it comes down to it, you really don't want to if you're not doing it. Does that make sense? Because it's your choice to follow along right now. All right, you're not being forced to do anything. You're not tied to a chair right now. Your parents may have said, no, you're staying inside, but you can always sneak out the window, right? But you're not doing that, presumably. You're not doing that. Uh, and whatever reasons you have for not going out and doing those things that people are suggesting you don't do, whatever reasons you have, they're probably very good reasons. So take out that thought, I can't do anything right now. It's very limiting. So the next thought is, I am missing out on everything that was supposed to be going on. I know there are a ton of high school seniors out there uh, that are bumming out because prom was canceled, graduation most likely canceled, those big couple of months leading up to your graduation, your last hurrah, are pretty much canceled. And people missing out on birthday parties, movie premieres, weddings, even funerals. So you can totally focus on all the things you're missing. But what will that do for you? Instead of thinking that I'm missing out on everything, why not think I am taking part in something that is completely historic because this is, this is crazy historic and you are old enough to remember it, but young enough to be able to talk about it for the next 60 to 70 years. You are someone who lived through a pandemic. You could be thinking the thought, this is unfair. That's another thought you could have right now. But when I feel that I'm being treated unfair, do you know what I do? I mope, I whine, I sulk, I complain. I just show up as the worst possible me and I feel the worst possible feelings when I feel like I've been cheated or things are being unfair. And you can't control most situations 
where you feel things are unfair and you definitely can't control this one. This is happening to everybody. And thinking that it's unfair is just going to cause you to be miserable for the next one to two months. But remember that feeling of being miserable isn't coming from the pandemic or the lockdowns. It's coming from your thought that this is really unfair. So why think it? I am trapped inside my house. So first off, you're not. We already went over that. You could totally leave unless your parents have changed you to your bed. All right. But the word trapped is really loaded. Uh, this actually came from a team that I'm working with right now. And he said, I'm just going to be trapped inside for the next couple of weeks. Why not think of it like I'm just going to be home for the next couple of weeks? All right. There are probably periods of time in summers past where you spent two to three weeks just kind of kicking it at home because all your friends were gone or nothing much was going on. You know, uh, so thinking that you are trapped isn't really true and isn't really helpful. The next thought, I'm going to hate my family by the end of this pandemic. Just one thing to say on this. If you think it, you'll look for evidence for it because we find what we're looking for. If you are thinking that you're going to hate your family, then by the end of this, you will be hating your family. So think something else. And lastly, this lockdown is completely pointless and unnecessary. Okay, maybe, but it's still happening. So you'll get more traction with the thought, by staying inside, I'm doing a service to the world. Or everybody right now is a part of something bigger than themselves. So you could think this is pointless and unnecessary, or you could decide that this is helpful in some way. So once you've managed your mind and you're choosing the best thoughts about all of this, then you can start taking some action on how to be productive or engaged during this time rather than just walking around kicking rocks. Now, in order to be productive or engaged in something, you have to be motivated. And right now, you may be feeling that your motivation is pretty low. So motivation comes from excitement and excitement comes from change. And there's not going to be very much change in the next couple of weeks unless you create some. So here are three uh, tips or three things you can do to create change, which would in turn create motivation while you are on this lockdown in your house. First thing you can do is make a schedule and stick to it. Your parents have probably already suggested that you do this. Well, they're right. See, our brains crave structure. And if you don't do this, then the next few weeks or months is going to be lacking in structure. And it's going to seem very dreary or gloomy or boring. So by creating a schedule, you add structure back into your life, which your brain actually craves, whether you're aware of it or not. So when you create a schedule, uh, plan out everything, even your leisure time. For example, 9 o'clock, wake up and shower. 9.30, eat breakfast. From 10 to noon, I'm going to be doing my homework or my enrichment activities, as some school districts are starting to call it now. From noon to 1.30, I'm going to play video games. Then I'm going to take a nap for an hour. And then I'm going to spend some time with the family for two hours. Right? But if you plan it out, it actually gives you something that's called a ticking clock, which is a, a phrase 
used in uh, movies and screenwriting to put excitement into a story. So a, a ticking clock, you often see on a bomb, for example, that you need to do something by this time or else something happens. In movies, you don't see a ticking clock uh, on a bomb that lasts for five months. Right? It's usually a shorter amount of time to add some more excitement. I suggest when you block things out, don't block anything out for longer than two hours. Keep it short, half an hour up to two hours. And what this is gonna do is, on some of those things that you're not really excited about, like homework, you can be excited that it's gonna be over in just an hour and a half. And for those things that you love doing, like playing video games or, or taking naps or whatever, uh, you, you put an end time on it where you have to stop. And now you have excitement for tomorrow because I can't wait for tomorrow because from four to six, I'm jumping on with my friends and I'm playing some video games. Not putting a schedule into effect right now is gonna make the next couple months seem super boring and gloomy and you'll be hopping on a train to crazy town very soon if you don't implement a schedule. Suggestion number two is to start something new. I want you to call it your pandemic project. Something that you're going to start that you haven't done before. Maybe you've always thought about doing it, but you just never had the time. Well, now you have plenty of it. But something that would interest you, something that you can complete. Now, if you're thinking, I don't know what to do, that's okay. Because you might not know what to do, but you know how to find out what to do. And you find out what you should do by just thinking about the things that interest you. If you like filmmaking, if you like photography, if you like organization, if you like cooking, there are so many things that you could do during this time that would be very productive. So come up with a project, something new that you have to learn how to do and that will give you and uh, your mind that change that it's craving to create excitement and to motivate you. And suggestion number three is to make and keep track of goals. Now, write your goals down in a very public place so you see them every day or your family will see them every day or maybe post them on social media so your friends can see them every day. That will help you stay accountable. And also make sure that they're measurable. Rather than saying, I'm gonna work out every day, say, I'm gonna work out every day for 20 minutes or I'm gonna run around my neighborhood three times, which is still okay to do, by the way. The church just recently uh, implemented these types of goals in the new children and youth program that they just released this year. Uh, and there's four areas of goals that you should be working on. Spiritual, physical, intellectual, and social. And yes, you can still work on social. You might have to adapt some of the goals you already came up with, but social media is still very much alive and kicking, so you can still have goals in that social area or reaching out to family, calling grandma during this time once a week, for example. So the three things that you can do during this shutdown to create motivation, once you've managed all those thoughts we talked about at the beginning, the three things are make a schedule and stick to it, start something new, your pandemic project, and make and keep track of goals. The world is not ending. It's not even on pause. The world has just shifted slightly for the next little while, but it's still very much alive and moving. And you can be alive and moving with it, just in a different way than normal. 
I'm running a contest right now until April 15th to help get the word out and to add some excitement to your lives while you're locked up for this whole pandemic thing. Plus, I want to do my part to help stimulate the economy. So if you leave me a review on iTunes and include your Instagram handle so I can contact you, you'll be entered into the contest to win a $50, a $100, or a $150 Amazon gift card. If you leave a review and follow me on Instagram, you'll be entered twice. Want more entries into the contest? If you know someone who needs this message, find the post on Instagram where I announce this episode and tag them in the comments. You will get one additional entry for every person you tag who needs this message. So to review, after you left a review on iTunes with your Instagram handle and follow me on Instagram, you will get one additional entry for every person you tag in the comment section on my Instagram post for this episode. Good luck.